all the statements made in the podcast are solely the views of the members of PLC Cornelia. The purpose of the podcast is to voice concerns and to light on important issues. We do not intend to hurt the sentiments of any individual, community, sect or religion. There is no limit to what we as women can accomplish. Michelle Obama has very aptly summed the whole essence of a woman's life, nature and power into this one quote. A woman lives many lives, lives that are lived for others, constructed by others, lives that contain very few elements of her own. Her personal life is burdened by the presence of self-created barriers imbibed through internalized patriarchy. Her social life is defined by overwhelming relationships, overflowing concern for others and a requirement of fitting into certain stereotype boxes. And this predefined social life overshadows or let's say erases the legal life we are entitled to live. We wish to restore that entitlement. Hello, I am Sakshi Gupta a member of Pink Legal Club, Cornelia, and we are extremely delighted to present to you the first episode of our first ever podcast, Pink Punch, the panchayat where we will be having meaningful discourses here, punching the patriarchal setup of the society in a season consisting of five episodes. PLC Cornelia is an initiative under Pink Legal. It is a pan-Delhi University club that works towards women empowerment and gender equality by using love as its backbone. We are striving to create safe and equal spaces for women and voice the micro-level issues that often go unnoticed. This podcast being one of the steps in that direction. Before we start off, please be informed that the episode has mentions of rape and sexual abuse. Now, let us begin with something that forms the basis of every relationship. Consent. Consent in the most layperson language refers to an active and enthusiastic yes that is given without any kind of pressure and which can be revoked anytime. It is important that when we talk about consent, the boundaries be crystal clear. In retrospect, the consent laws in India says any sexual activity without the women's consent or consent obtained through fear of death or of hurt or consent obtained by any kind of intoxication is defined as rape. But when it comes to non-consensual sexual activity between a married couple That is marital rape. It is a crime only if the wife is under 18 years of age, which would also amount to child marriage. This tacit legalization of marital rape gives rise to innumerable questions about the subjugation of women and the flawed understanding of consent in the legal machinery of our nation. The notion that marriage is equal to sexual consent stems from the ingrained patriarchal beliefs and the blinding faith in sacredness of the institution of marriage. 
However, it has constantly been reiterated in various judgments that a law against marital rape would prove detrimental to the institution of marriage. Around 150 countries all over the globe have identified the need to protect women from marital rape and thus have formulated laws for the same. Now, we leave it to you to develop your perspective about the same. Another important question that now comes to the picture is that is consent only limited to the sexual sphere of life? We would say no. It should be an active part of every stage and sphere of our lives. Many a times our parents as well as elders tend to neglect the fact that children or adolescents also need to have their consent respected. Only if we are taught the importance of consent early in life will we be able to respect others as well as our consent when we stand face to face with the autocratic society. For example, whenever there are guests, the children are supposed to be present and engage with them closely without considering if they are comfortable in that proximity. We want you to brush up your childhood memories here. Just give it a thought. Unfortunately, this is another aspect of consent where we have failed miserably. Do you remember back when we were kids and our parents instructed us to kiss our relatives or sit in their laps? Were we ever asked for our consent before they were allowed to enter our personal space? At times, even when we were not comfortable with those close interactions, that uncomfort was termed as rudeness and it even questioned our social manners. It is important to consider the fact that we aren't aware of everyone's intention around us. The norm that relatives or closed ones need not seek our consent is one of the major reasons for the intrafamilial sexual abuse that adolescents face, giving them a trauma for the rest of their lives. This ultimately results in reduced levels of trust and affects their social behavior to an extent that we cannot imagine. Thus, it is important that we educate kids about good and bad touch and stop neglecting the importance of consent just because they are considered minors. It is our duty as elder siblings, parents or guardians that we make them feel respected physically and mentally. And thus, we emphasize the necessity of seeking their consent irrespective of the relationship they have with the interactor. This basic awareness and a healthy conversation can save the adolescents from the childhood trauma that we never knew existed. This was it for the first episode. Hope you liked it. Please share it with your friends and family as it is a conversation that needs to take place on every dinner table at every Monday hour. Now that we know about the importance of consent, we will see you next week with another important conversation around relationships. So stay tuned.